forever and ever, forever and ever, the mercies of the Lord endure forever and ever. Stop it. It's cheers don't, to Baron Psalms oh, Wednesday. Is, cheers. cheers. Baron Psalms hey. Wednesday. Good to have you, Mr. Snell. Thank you, Mr. Sumter. Aaron Snell in the house. He's our can we can we, can we call him a worship leader for our conference? <laughs> is, that, is that what that it is? With baggage. <laughs> Lots Everybody's of baggage. like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> this is Psalm 136, our Psalm of the Day. This is our Psalm a shanty. We call it a shanty. We do right. call it right. Yeah. We don't just call it the world calls it a shanty. So Pastor Toby finally here. Uh, a water boy here, um, campus preacher, not here. No, uh, chocolate knocks, not, not here. here. Aaron Snell, here. Aaron Snell's been on the show before. Yes, I don't even know what I'm doing over here. I'm doing something over here. Yeah, keep turning that knob. Is it, is it, that, whatever it is, is not working. <laughs> it's it's making feel like he has power. Yeah. Uh, as you guys know, Knox is still down in uh, Salt Lake with his uh, uh, son, and uh, so we're we're kind of doing everything here in the house. But but. Here, yeah, so Aaron Snell's in the studio because we're going to talk about beer and psalms. But we're also going to talk about why we sing beer and psalms at our uh, conference. We don't sing beer; we drink it. Yeah, sing psalms, and it helps you sing. <laughs> <laughs> why we sing beer? But first, before before we get there, I got I got special secret insider footage to the FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> this is how it all went down. There you go. Wow. Wow. There wow. you go. Um, well, cheers. Yeah. Cheers to beard songs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, well, with that in mind, mm-hmm. we're on a mission to make magazines great again. So subscribe to our Fight, Laugh, Feast magazine today, right now, before the FBI raids your house. That's right. This is a quarterly mini book-like experience packed full of a variety of authors that includes theologically driven cultural commentary, a psalm of the quarter, recipes for feasting, laughter sprinkled throughout the glossy pages, and more. Sign up your church. Sign up your grumpy uncle. That's right. Sign up the FBI. Yes. Elon Musk, <laughs> Russell Moore, everybody. Please sign up the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer, this magazine will guarantee various responses and cross-politic is not held liable for any of them. Reading the whole magazine may cause theological maturation, possibly encourage your kids to take the Lord's Supper with you, and will likely cause you to randomly chuckle. Enjoy God's wondrous world. Sign mm. up today. Four issues, $60 per year. That's it. Go to fightlifefeast.com right now and sign up. Today. That's an important disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> Warning. <laughs> Warning. Your but, kids might start taking the Lord's Supper. So in 2016, I, I wasn't aware of this. And, you know, the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago's, Trump's Mar-a-Lago's home. Yeah, this, um, not this, his hotel, his home, his personal right, private home. Right. And, uh, and there were like a lot of old ladies there. And they like were like having tea parties and things. And the were FBI they really? Was, well, yeah. Did you see the video? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was somebody's birthday party. I already, I already forgot about the video. <laughs> Apparently, there was like 40 plus IRA, uh, FBI agents there. And, and in 2000, I was, I was, I was really? going for it. Really? <laughs> Apparently, I don't even know my own news segment. Um, Schumer yeah. in 2016 uh, kind of said some very interesting related stuff about the FBI. 
You take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. Oh. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. What do you think the intelligence community would do if they were motivated I don't know, but from what I am told, they are very (laughs) upset with how he has treated them and talked about them. And we need the intelligence community. We don't know what's going on. Look at the Russian hacking. Without the intelligence community, we wouldn't have uh, discovered it. Do you and we, think he has an agenda to try to dismantle parts of the intelligence community? I mean, this form of let me tell you, hostility. Whether you're a super liberal Democrat or a very conservative Republican, you should be against dismantling the intelligence community. This is like talking about the mob. They will come after you. They will come after you. Six ways to Sunday. Yeah. They're going to put a dead horse head in your bed. Yeah. Well, the thing that I most, uh, most horse heads are dead for the record, just <laughs> yeah. so you know, I was going to really, <laughs> really. <laughs> well, the thing that struck me, though, was the, to me, if a raid like this happens, if they came after Gabe or Toby or something or it, the FBI is not going to tell the White House that we're going after Gabe or Toby. But if they're going after Trump, the White House has to know about, you know, this. the FBI did question Pastor Doug. Yeah. For um, uh, because he wrote an article talking about burn down all the schools, and it was a reference to Mankin, wasn't right, it? Right. Yeah, yeah. It was a quote. It was a quote. But and, and the FBI just doesn't know literature like they no, should have. No, no, apparently, they went reading. So here's here's the White House press secretary kind of answering some questions. Peter Peter Ducey should get you know journalist of the year. Yeah. and everything. Right. Department of Justice. Yes or no? Just no, that is no. It's a yes or a no for you. I'm answering the question. You may not like it, mm. but I'm answering the question, okay. and I'm no, no, I'm answering the question, and I'm telling you that we are not going to comment on a criminal investigation. The president has been very clear. I laid out what his thoughts were back on January 7th in 20, in 2021 about how he saw the Department of Justice, and I'm just going to leave it there. We are not going to comment from here from this White House on a criminal investigation that is currently happening. Oh, they don't they don't comment on any not, not Michael Brown criminal investigations not, no, that are no. currently happening. No, not the Russia collusion no, right. stuff. No. Right. Probably not of, probably not January sixth either. No, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> is that they commented on that tons of times. So but what was crazy was actually Andrew Cuomo, I think was the first um well Mitch McConnell hadn't even spoken up and Andrew Cuomo said this. Whoa. He said DOJ Dodge like Dogecoin, Dodge, <laughs> must immediately explain the reason for its raid, and it must be more than a search for inconsequential archives, or it'll be viewed as a political tactic and undermine any future credible investigation legitimacy of January 6th investigations. Wow. So, Andrew Cuomo, I mean, who got me tooed out of... Andrew yeah, exactly. Cuomo! And Mitch McConnell, I still don't think has said anything yeah. about... What'd you, what'd you call McConnell? Uh, turtle. Turtlehead. <laughs> We Is that, doing, that he looks we like a turtle doing show prep and he just says you know old, old turtle head <laughs> I had no idea who he's talking about I could see it I guess <laughs> you can see it turtle I wish head? we should have a picture if you can get a picture of Mitch McConnell up here later on so yeah. you can show the guys that'd be great I don't know if it's a turtle um, okay so then I thought I was like all right well we need to play a game here oh oh who else should the FBI have raided before even Trump's <laughs> Mar-a-Lago you know yeah. so it let's say. Trump's guilty. Yeah. You know, okay. Whatever. Whatever. Something. Yeah. But here's all the opportunities uh, the FBI had to raid before they went to Trump. Um, They could have gotten pedophiles associated with Jeffrey Epstein. Where's, where's the list? Right. How come, how come his madam is in, is in prison, but like none of the actors in it. 
Right. We, we the, yeah. the FBI could easily Hillary Clinton, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden's laptop. Remember, <laughs> they had Hunter Biden's laptop for like three years before it came out. Right. And people are actually people are actually beginning to say, you know what? There might be something yeah. to this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like what? what well, don't we have an agency that could go and figure that out? Could like get a warrant? The the exactly <laughs> signed by one of Epstein's former lawyers. Oh my goodness. Um, Swalwell. For sleeping with a Chinese spy. Yeah. The FBI never contacted him. Next. Okay. Next. The FBI could have gone after. Oh, help me out here, Haley. Where's that? Where's that? There you go. Um, Hillary Clinton's bleached uh, uh, hard drive. 30,000 classified emails with a hammer and bleach. Doesn't get your home searched. Remember that. So, you know. Thank that- you, Ariel Davidson. For pointing out the obvious. She looks like a college graduate. Yeah, like look at her. She went to college. She's got she's thinking. She's a thinker. Yeah. But hey, don't mess with the FBI. So they're gonna they can come they're gonna come after you. So you remember the charge um for um I'm trying to find the actual um I have the note in here somewhere. The 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 charge for uh Trump. The thing they got the the thing that got the search warrant for him was uh, him withholding classified documentation that's supposed to be going to the uh, archives. Okay. So, um, or withholding um, presidential information that should be going to the archives at this point. Oh. So that's the thing that is supposedly what, right. why the FBI right. is there. Right. But, but note this. This is, and, and so Hillary Clinton destroys yeah. her classified information. Yeah. Trump. And they're like, well, there's nothing we can do. She bleached it. She bleached it. But here's where I think the plays. Out. Oh, let's go to the next slide first before I get to this. My my point here. Um, the next slide. This is probably the most egregious one to me. Several months ago, you remember we actually had AJ AJ on the show. AJ was involved in this. Okay. Um, where they had physical evidence uh, in uh, DC Planned Parenthood, where um, my buddy's friends, our our buddy's friends, they were able to talk to one of the. Um, transfer drivers who would take the dead babies and go mm. um, and literally they would tr- transfer them to the energy incinerating mm. um, uh, facility Plant. where they would burn the babies yeah. to energize yeah. your light bulbs in your right. house. Just like in, in Hitler's Germany. And in this, the guy handed over, they, they told the guy yeah. that was transferring, he had no clues, like yeah. those are dead babies in there and he's like, oh my gosh. Right. And so he handed over some of the some of the trash. Uh, the trash the included baby and they bodies. went home, they took it home and they found full live children in the boxes not, or whatever. Not live. Um, full size, yeah. excuse me, not right. live, full yeah. size children dead in, in, yeah. in the boxes. And they uncovered this, it blew up, the right. FBI went and arrested the lady that got the babies, that got the dead babies. And took away the evidence of, right. of this and everything. They, they didn't investigate Planned Parenthood. They came after her. They came after the woman who, who talked the driver. Yes, that's is, right. is, is revealing the murder. That's right. And the Department of Justice refused to investigate the Planned Parenthood. The that's FBI right. has not conducted any raids on the abortion clinic. So here is where I think the play's at. Um, uh, this is U.S. Code Title 18, Section 2071 that states, whoever having the custody of any such record proceeding map book document paper or anything and willfully and unlawfully conceals removes mutilates obliterates falsifies or destroys the same shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than three years or both and shall forfeit his office and be disqualified for holding any office under the united states oh interesting you think that's the play I, i don't know why the fbi would do this and then trump uh and not find trump not guilty mm, right because if they find him not guilty and then he becomes president right. what do you think is going to happen to the fbi oh well, yeah, yeah he's guilty yeah 
Well, there, yeah. The, no matter how you slice this, he's guilty. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if if they don't do that, if they don't find him guilty and they don't figure out a way to, I mean, I think, yeah, this is probably a move for them trying to get him to not be able to run. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, like, there's a bunch of people pointing out, like, are you trying to get him reelected? Right. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. you, you just you just punched below the belt, and like, there's a bunch of people that are like, you did what? Mm-hmm. Like, even. Andrew Cuomo, <laughs> yeah, like even exactly. Andrew's like, what in the world are you doing? But but Trump is Trump is their catnip. Yeah. They cannot resist. That's true. They just it's true. They see yeah. an opportunity, they yeah. go for it. Yeah, but well, that's, that's, I, I think that's, that's a that's a reasonable it, supposition. It, it, yeah, it's a, when you were reading, it's that, I thought you were going to talk about Hillary. Well, uh, funny you mentioned that because Hillary tweeted this out. Um, she apparently came out with a new merch line. She, she tweeted this out. She tweeted this. I saw this and I thought, I totally thought it was Photoshop. It was her tweet. Oh yeah, that's total Photoshop. And, but her hat, is, she, so this is her new merch line and says, for those who are listening audibly to this. But her it, emails. But her emails. So she's like taunting the FBI and Trump being like, come at me. This is, that is total taunting. Yeah. Wow. Like, with, I mean, she, yeah. yeah, she's like, they're not coming after me. Yeah. I'm safe. Yeah. That's nuts. That's that is complete nuts. Um, well, bubble construction. That's what we need to talk about. We got to go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I mean, what are you going to do after you see Hillary with a butt her emails baseball cap on? <laughs> exactly. Stop sending your hard earned money to companies that hate you. It's time to build a Christian economy. Bubble Construction Inc. is literally doing just that. For all of your construction needs, partner with Bobo Construction Inc. today for any project in California, Nevada, Washington, or Idaho. Contact Austin Bobo at a Bobo. That's a B O B O at Bobo construction, Inc.com or visit the website, www.boboconstructioninc.com. Everunde. Oh, I just forever hit that again. Is that, good? Unde, <laughs> Is that timing good? Of the Lord and yeah. Forever uh, sure. <laughs> Are we singing this this year at the conference? Is this on the list? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, Aaron and I just had a meeting. We just had a powwow. Okay. Just a few minutes before the show, um, talking about the Psalm hymn list. Okay. For Fight Laugh Feast yep. in Knoxville, mm-hmm. October sixth through the eighth. Okay. And um, and this is on the list. Okay. Uh, also, uh, to the word, the other sea shanty that we've right. we've, uh, we've sung before. Two, two shanties. We'll do, yeah. yeah. This is Psalm one thirty six. This mm-hmm. is the Psalm of the day. Okay. Yep. For for us here, right for, here yeah, on the show. For right now yeah. on the show, yeah. and then we're going to be singing at the conference. Okay. Um, but yeah, we wanted to talk to Aaron about um the uh, so you've been there now since I mean you were there at the beginning, Aaron, the like, inaugural you, yeah, event. The, the, yeah. Were you there when we were on the green turf? Yes, well, I was. Wow. Because yes. originally I was like um, I was just gonna have Toby lead the psalms, yeah. and Toby's like, no, 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 <laughs> we're get get and, someone. I mean, I can do it on the fly, but it's it's not it's not Aaron Snell quality, but um. So, Aaron, I mean, you've been there since the beginning. I, I think I, I want to actually hear from you first. Like, tell us. So, I mean, I, I mean, first of all, do you have any idea what you're getting into when we asked you to come lead <laughs> Psalms at, at Fight Laugh Feast? And and what's it been like? What What's your experience uh, been? Uh, it's, you know, it's funny how God writes the stories because it's, it wasn't just that it was the first one two years ago. It was the first one two years ago in 2020. Right. So, so uh, it, yeah, that right. was the context for... Yeah what what it how it ignited and then sort of what the momentum has been like right you know over the last couple of years for the fight laugh feast conferences um 
I kind of knew what I was getting into just because I know Gabe. Because you know Gabe. Right. right. So, yeah. so everybody's sort that. of like should know better. If you're doing this with Gabe. <laughs> what I just what I knew is I just, you know, I can make my plans but hold them loosely. Because yeah. you know, you never know. It's like a roller coaster, but you're only I'm only on one track. <laughs> I was gonna say it all works and it's, it's kind fun. of like when the FBI raids your house. <laughs> That's right. And you're trying to have a tea party with old ladies. Yeah. Yep. yep. If it if it looked Chaos. like if you were there at any of the conferences and it looked like we all knew what we were doing and it was all planned it was it was just like five minutes right before everything went on it's like yeah. okay all right all right let's you do go. that yeah. now yeah um but uh, no what an amazing event it was uh just to even be at much less be right be involved with in that capacity in but 2020 in 2020 there was just this huge uh, overwhelming sense of wait i'm not alone mm-hmm. and yeah. these are my people right. and you know, there, there was it was it was in the the context of that deprivation of that year. Right, right. So many people were encountering, and so many people shaken loose from their churches of many years. It just suddenly mm. is like, this is not They're the closed. church I thought it was, yeah, and right. I can't do this. And and fight laugh feast was a lifeline mm-hmm. for those people. So there was there was just this. You know, undercurrent of energy maybe the whole the, time. Maybe the only Christian conference that happened in 2020. In person. In, in, person. in person. There's a lot of online conferences. <laughs> That's not a real conference. <laughs> no. Just like it's not a real church, yeah. but like no yeah. masks yeah. and in person, you know, eight or 900 people mm-hmm. piled in a in an indoor soccer. Because yeah. that's all that would take. Yeah. If you guys remember, yeah. we were going to be in Nashville and I had an event center and I told them. I told him um, because Knox Nashville's closed down, wasn't going to let us happen, and the, mm. and, and the event center said, "Yeah, we, we're going to honor the uh, mandate." I said, "I'll pay your thousand dollar day fine." Right. I told him that I was like, <laughs> "We'll pay your we'll, fine. We'll pay it. You know, no big deal. We'll go for it." And they're like, "No, nah, we can't. We can't do that." You know, right. and everything. So we had to move over to Franklin, which was open, and the only place we could find in Franklin was this soccer you know, this, green this, turf arena, which is, is fantastic. Again, how God writes the stories yeah. is funny because. Christchurch still meets in the gym, right? Yeah, that's it's, right. And it, and if anything, I think that venue helped set the tone. This is not a flashy, yeah. co- you know, the yeah. typical Slick. flashy Big Eva conference. Right, this right. is not what it right. is. And um, and if anything, I actually thought the the acoustics in there were the best we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Venue, uh-huh. venue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like we were, we made that place ring yeah. when mm-hmm. we were singing. Yeah, mm-hmm. even with that turf, it's even to with kill the turf. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it still worked. Yeah. Um, but but it was just it it set the tone in the right way. Yeah. Um, I mean, everything set the tone the right way. So uh, it was a joy uh, and so refreshing. Mm-hmm. And the- I remember. Oh, oh, I'll make one comment here. I remember when we were scheduling out our conference, we decided to do a conference before. COVID hit, and right. we're, you know, but when we were looking at format, one of the things we wanted to do is we wanted to create a conference that was um, not the typical kind of, you know, you go to your, your suit and tie kind of Christian conference where you sit down and hear a bunch of talks. Hmm. We um, uh, actively wanted to kind of create a conference where the fellowship was um, very tangible. The um, even with our vendors, everything, everything was in the same room, but then um, we wanted people to to walk away with some tools from the conference right. not just knowledge in their head but tools right. from the conference something to do something mm-hmm. to do which was where the concept of beer and psalms came out of we we'd done beer and psalms in our community for a long time but we're right. like we think we need to start the conference off this way right. we want we want people to come and immediately begin fellowshipping yeah. um, instead of just immediately get the first talk of the night kind of things right. actually no let's start off with fellowship let's start off with beer let's start off with treats for the kids let's start off with psalms and then teach people 
which is why Aaron comes, teach people something. We actually, you know, print up the packet right. and say, walk, you know, go home and work on this with your church at home. Right. So right. that was the idea behind starting off a conference with beer and Psalms, which we've had to explain a lot. Yeah. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron what's the response been? I mean, I think, I think if I remember right, I mean, maybe the, the ratios have changed a little bit between conferences, but frequently I would say probably half, if not more than half of the people at the conference have never sung psalms and hymns like this in their life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's the response been? It, it's been hunger. Yeah. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, getting getting fast food and then finally encountering a meaty meal. You know, mm-hmm. It's like, this is what I've been waiting for. This is so different mm-hmm. than what I've been used to. And um, and it's, it's you know, it, it really has been something where people are, the, the take back from the conference, one of the biggest things is the psalm. The thing right. that, that makes the biggest difference yeah. in their mm-hmm. daily Christian, mm-hmm. weekly right. Christian life mm-hmm. is bringing those psalms back and incorporating psalm singing. And we saw it happening with families. Yep. They say, we, we're taking this and this is what we're using for our, our family devotional. Right. Um, you know, and then and then seeing other churches yeah. that are starting to to right. look to that and embrace it. Um, the Yeah, the feedback has just been... Right hungry for more we want more of this right. because there's something richer and deeper here right. than what we've been getting i think mm-hmm. one of the things that i've heard a number of times that have really like stuck with me too is in addition to all that this and like people frequently say the thing we never expected and the thing that we came away with loving the most right, right. was the singing yeah and yeah. you're like you know yeah, I know my talk wasn't that great, but but, no, but, no, but, but all the speakers hang their heads. So. Yeah, I worked really hard at the talk, but, but you know what? I love that. Yeah. I love well, that. Yeah, I, I love yeah. the fact that that's the thing you came away with. And then, yeah. and then the other thing too, though, that I a number of people have mentioned over and over again is that they love the men singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they love how their kids love singing. Mm. Yeah, I and and like I mean, our conferences are full of families. Yeah. Teenagers all the way down. A lot of homeschool families just sort of take the you know the um, the the bus to the conference and bring everybody there. Mm-hmm. They're hanging out while while the talks are going on, while the singing's going on, and the kids love the singing. The teenagers love the singing. Mm-hmm. The men can actually sing this stuff. It's it's right, not. Right. This is not a some kind of soft evangelical thing. Um, this is these are militant songs. Mm-hmm. They're made for congregational singing, and they're made for men to lead. And I've heard that's the thing that I, I love hearing those reports. You know, we love the singing. You know, maybe that's the thing we remember the most. Well, and it, then the men and the kids love and it if too. You, if you've been to those Big Eva conferences, you know it's it just sort of takes the mm. the normal evangelical approach to worship music and church music, which is there's something you know, some talent happening up on stage and it's getting pumped out to you. And right. then you have an individual kind of sort of moment response right. with God. And it, and it's not lights on hearing each other, looking at each other, right. singing together, singing in parts right. that weave together right. harmoniously and beautifully. Yeah. And, and so, um, so that, that is something that we are trying to recover. Right. And, um, and that, that is the, that is why I think people right. who go, I did was not expecting this because what they expect, they don't, they haven't thought about that right. before, right. and they get there and it's like this is different, right. yeah. but I like it. Right. I want to say one thing about about parts, like that's why we bring Aaron right. because he's good at kind of teaching and breaking down each part, and it really is a great way to learn how to sing because yeah. um, 
what a part does is it puts you in your range. That's actually exactly. what it does. I think it's one of the yeah. reasons why well, men like singing because yeah. they're, they're made for different parts it, to it sing. It puts you in your range. And and related to that is a lot of men think, oh, I can't sing. I can't pick up a pitch. Right. I can't follow. And, but actually, when Aaron breaks it down, it's like it's it really is easy to pick up. I'm yeah. deaf in one ear. Right. We brought this up before. I'm uh, the, yeah. This brother's deaf. You yeah. know, I was born that way. You know, who knows what happened. But um, <laughs> Uh, and and I can I can follow parts and I can yeah. actually follow some tenor and some bass depending on the yeah. the song and everything and it really is uh, it, it gets you just so excited to sing because you're participating in a way that you actually feel like I'm 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 doing it yeah I'm right. doing it yeah I'm right. singing a part I'm doing and that's, it that's the thing is I'm part of the team I think one of the reasons why it was that take home for people was because um, is because they they are used to being consumers right and that's and, right secondary participants right right mm-hmm. you're getting some sort of kickback from the thing happening on stage at our conferences <laughs> the only thing happening on stage is me jumping around like that's yeah. that's about it right and and so um that the music all all right. of it is actually it's, right. it's the group singing right. it's yeah. the, the people. people singing right. it's not it's right. not what's happening on stage yeah, that's right so mm-hmm. um so and I, it was, it's funny i remember I remember two years ago sitting on the show and having this conversation about people don't know what what they're getting in into here. Mm-hmm. They don't know mm-hmm. what to expect because they're not used to this, right. and they're going to have to do the work. Like right. They're going to have to do it, right. but then they're going to reap the, the you're, rewards you're gonna too. You're going to taste it. You're going to taste gonna, it. And it's good. It. Yeah. And now, you know, I think um, we'll probably have quite a few returning folks yeah. that have yeah. experienced it before yeah. and are saying, mm-hmm. "Hey." Come, oh, yeah. Come, other other people, check this out, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, so I'm excited to go back again and and see where we're at, see where we're at, and yeah. and just reinvigorate and right. and yeah. you know encourage people along to that next level. One other thing, just to note here, is that we we do beer and psalms, but mm-hmm. for the record, you don't have to drink beer. <laughs> no, we, we have drinks for the kids. There's, there's, yeah. yeah, there's water yeah. and lemonade and, and pop yeah. and you know, things yeah. like that, that, that and juice and stuff like that. Um, if, if that's something in your background where you say, you know, hey, I, I'm, I'm just not comfortable with that. Hey, come sing psalms. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to do this. Um, and please know that we have uh, very high standards in terms of we, we we don't have any place for drunkenness. Yeah, um, we, right, um, right. Th- this no, is right. this is not uh, that's not what we're about at all. Mm-hmm. And we um, usually remind people of that even at the beginning of the, the conference. It usually says, yep. "Hey guys, you know, be faithful, be Christians about this. This is yep. a good gift of God. Um, it's dangerous." Mm-hmm. Yep. Just, just, like, just like the song. Just like the song. Yep, right. And, and yeah. you say, why, "Why would you do that? Why would you do that?" Well, it's because God gave wine and beer to us. And it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a good gift. It's a good but gift. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous, and and that's one of the reasons why, I think why we believe that you know this is the serrated edge. Mm-hmm. This is the serrated right. edge conference, mm-hmm. and, and like why is the church so weak? Mm-hmm. Why is the church so impotent? Well, because our worship is impotent, mm-hmm. and one of the reasons why our worship is impotent is because the the most potent thing you can get there on a Sunday morning is grape juice. Yeah. Which is if it's a communion Sunday, yeah, right. once a quarter, right. once a quarter, or once a month, yeah. whatever. And and but Jesus gave us a meal with bread and wine, right? That wine is dangerous. That yeah. wine bites. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to be faithful stewards of those gifts. But um, beer is one of those gifts. But again, if, if you're not sure about it, come join us, sing yeah. psalms, mm-hmm. watch it for yourself, see see if there's wisdom in it, mm-hmm. see if there's fruit in it. I'm sure we got a couple Nazarites coming. Couple Nazarites. <laughs> <laughs> But they better have long hair. Right. Hey, the psalm of the day is Psalm 136. I'm about to be over time. Sorry. We're, we're going. We're going we're past gonna, it. We're just going to go T- through it. Neil's okay. going to make it work. Okay, cool. Uh, psalm 136. I'm not going to read the whole entirety of it, but that's what was playing earlier, the sea shanty. Yeah. 
Um, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods for his mercy endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords for his mercy endures forever. To him alone who does great wonders, his mercy endures forever. To him that by wisdom made the heavens for his mercy endures forever. And it goes on for another uh, 25 verses, um, th- that refrain. His mercy endures forever. It, it picks up with creation. It goes uh, through the exodus and redemption. And it's just this glorious psalm of rejoicing mm. in God's mercy. So this is a psalm of thanksgiving, and it's a psalm of remembering. And these two things really do go together. You can't be grateful if That's you don't right. remember God's goodness. That's right. And being grateful is the best way to remember God's goodness. It helps you remember. Mm-hmm. This psalm begins with creation, traces God's goodness through the exodus from Egypt and the beginning of the conquest of Canaan, and then it closes remembering the central thing, which is the mercy of the Lord, remembering us in our lowest state. And that really is the astounding thing. The God who made the heavens and the earth, the whole cosmos, remembers us in our lowest states. He remembers us in our lowly daily activities. And we know that he remembers us in our lowest state because he came down and joined us in our lowest state in Jesus. Mm -hmm. If Israel knew this in the old covenant, how much more do we know this in Jesus? There's nothing too low for Christ. I love the video they made with this sea shanty. I don't know if you're going to play it or not, uh, Neil, but there's these images of people kneading bread, doing construction projects, sitting in their cars, eating meals together. The mercies of the Lord endure all day long, every day. It's all gift. It's all grace. The mercies of the Lord are in there in it all. In our cars, in our kitchens, in our in his word, in his people, in the trials and the joys, and in everything in between. One last point is simply to note that this gratitude is one of our central weapons against the flesh, the devil, the world, and the FBI. Do you want <laughs> to right. fight? Do you want to fight this folly? Do you want to fight this corruption? Start here. Start with gratitude. That's right. Remember all the things of God. Remember everything he has done and then sing about it and rejoice in it. Romans 1 says that when all the invisible attributes of God were revealed in the created order, those who rebelled began by refusing to acknowledge God and refusing to give him thanks. And in that ingratitude, their foolish hearts were darkened and professing to be wise, they became utter fools. Mm. And then they got jobs on CNN. Therefore, (laughs) God gave them over to sexual immorality. Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. Where does the LGBT Gestapo come from? It comes from hearts that refuse to thank God. So follow this closely. The thing they hate is joyful Christians. The thing they hate most of all is joyful marriages, joyful homes, joyful tables, joyful churches. And at the same time, it is that joy, that gratitude that singing will overcome. The singing of praise to the Lord is what overcomes the world. And it's also potent for driving all your sins and temptations away. Um. Why haven't you signed up to our conference yet? <laughs> it's October 6th to the 8th. Yeah. Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, we've, we we do have um, a couple scholarships to give. So email us at contact at fightlapfeast.com. We love, we have people that fund scholarships. Mm. And so if you want to also fund scholarships, you can again contact us at, at Fight Laugh Feast or you can actually go to the website and buy some scholarships for us. Oh, nice. And everything. That's a big help. Um, we have a number of people on our scholarship list. So those who want to fund and those who want to come and get on the scholarships, um, we really, we, Love both. You know, yeah. we want to make room for everybody. But come, so, come, sing come with us. October 6th to the 8th. There's Aaron so many more announcements coming. We'll Look forward to there. seeing and, everybody um, there. We're making a list. We just made a list today. We and a we're going to publish it 13 songs. 
uh, that we decided on. We're going to make a, a song list with recordings. Yep. So you can start singing them in your own home now. Get ready, On people. the way to work, in the car, so you can sing at the top of your lungs with us. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest classical Christian homeschooling community. I'm launching a new podcast, Refining Rhetoric. If you like cross politics or just listen to hear what crazy stuff they're saying today, you will enjoy Refining Rhetoric. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I practice the 15 tools of learning by interviewing great guests, looking at current events, and talking about cryptocurrency. Where Dave and I plan this year's company holidays. Let's go through the list. Easter, too religious. St. Patrick's Day? Too white. Mother's Day? Way too cisgendered. All of your usual holidays have been canceled this year. But we still have Karl Marx's birthday! <laughs> Need a real reason to party? Find a new job at redballoon.work.